it was so fast. It was insanely fast. We, we didn't get any notifications because our zone was in one of the zones that was not given an evacuation warning. It was insane. Within an hour, the sky went from there's a little dark patch on the horizon to the entire sky is black. It looks like 10 o'clock at night at 9.30 in the morning. Welcome to This Week in California Education, brought to you by EdSource Radio. I'm Louis Friedberg. And I'm John Fensterwald. That was Aria Boone, a mother of four from Paradise. That's the community that was virtually obliterated by the campfire in Butte County, north of Sacramento, just over a week ago. EdSource's Diana Lambert spoke with Aria at an evacuation center in Yuba City right after the fire. Her house was destroyed by the fire, as was her children's school, the Paradise Elementary School. She talked with Diana about how she is helping her children cope with these multiple losses. We deal with the emotions of loss as honestly and, and openly as we can. If we're feeling angry, we say, that's okay. You're, you're angry, that's a normal response to loss. What are you angry about? What are you upset about losing? What are you sad about? What are you frustrated over? And dealing with those emotions as soon as they come up and not burying them, not stuffing them down, not making the children feel guilty for however they're processing, but simply being in that moment wherever they are. This week, we're going to focus on what school districts can do to help children and families deal with disasters like these. Unfortunately, one community just a three-hour drive away has had to deal with a similar tragedy when thousands of homes were also wiped out in Santa Rosa by the Tubbs fire there. We're pleased to have on the line Mandy Corbin. She's the Assistant Superintendent of Education in the Sonoma County Office of Education. We asked Mandy Corbin how educators there responded to the tragic fires and how things are going one year later. Following the Tubbs fire, the County Office of Education in Sonoma decided that we would develop an infrastructure pretty immediately to support the 40 or so school districts that we have within the county and a number of different arenas. One being responding to psychological first aid and caring for trauma of both our staff and students and families that were victims of the Tubbs fire. So I was tasked with developing training for uh, trainers, primarily school counselors and school psychologists and administrators at sites who would then be able to in turn train their personnel prior to students returning in terms of what to look for, emotional response, um, potential issues with mental health, those types of things with students. And what kinds of things were you looking for? I mean, obviously kids are affected in different ways. Some were actually affected directly by the fires. Others were outside the fire zones. But what kinds of things were you trying to get teachers to respond to? So pretty immediately after the fires, Primarily, the community itself was trying to meet the basic needs of our community members. We've had people who lost homes, lost everything that they owned, people who didn't have shoes, people who didn't have clothing, um, undergarments, toothbrushes, those types of things. And so immediately, actually, school sites were often open as donation centers and then places where families and their children could come and pick up supplies and be connected with resources that they might need to help them. 
but specifically in terms of what we were looking for in schools, once we had staff returning to work, we wanted to make sure that we were connecting our staff to necessary resources, um, whether they had lost their home. And we, of course, in our community have people who didn't lose their homes, but also experienced trauma, you know, winds, the smell of smoke, um, seeing flames, that type of thing, that's very scary and traumatic for people. So helping teachers and staff to know what to look for both within themselves and also what to look for within their classrooms in terms of meeting the needs of the students. So some of those things that teachers were looking for would be students who are potentially having nightmares, um, not sleeping well, not able to complete their homework, not being able to pay attention in class, being irritable, potentially aggressive um, when they had never displayed any of those types of behaviors before. And I suppose that there were children who had gone through traumatic experiences who may not have displayed the kinds of behaviors that you just talked about who perhaps internalized it, no? And we certainly have students that the symptom is no symptom. And, you know, students who may have been your very talkative student before, very engaged with others, and the student is, is no longer doing that, that's definitely something to look for. Or students who say, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine. Maybe they are, but maybe they're not. Now, I do have to ask you about the teachers themselves, and not only teachers, but the school staff in general. Many of them are themselves affected by the fire. Their homes may have burned. They have kids who are also traumatized. So how do you deal with that in the training of teachers? We began our trainings in Sonoma County and did from the very beginning by talking to staff about self-care. They talk about, you know, if you've ever been on an airplane and watched the flight attendants, you know, talk about the oxygen mask that drops, you should put on your own oxygen mask first before trying to help someone else. And so that's the example that they give in the training. Put your oxygen mask on before assisting others. They talk to uh, teachers and staff about knowing your own limits, that you may have similar reactions as to what your students are having, that it's okay to ask for help. We all have employee assistance programs available. In Sonoma County, we have a number of different support services available that are, at this point, still continue to be free to community members, including, you know, regardless of what your job is, whether you're a teacher or any other type of worker in our county. And that, you know, reminding educators to give themselves permission to relax and zone out and do things to take care of themselves. Often educators, we put everyone else first and you know, forget about ourselves. I neglected to ask you about where you live. Were you affected by the fires? I live in Santa Rosa and I was evacuated and did not lose my home. That said, I have an adult son who's 21 who has autism and his dad's home was lost in Coffee Park. And we've actually since relocated to a different house um, due to his dad continuing to be displaced. So his dad's house has not been rebuilt yet. It's in the process of being rebuilt. So certainly circumstances changed um, very quickly. And I think that, you know, in thinking about teachers and staff during the workday who may themselves have also lost their home, be evacuated or you know, be displaced in some way, or even having people that did not live with them before live with them now because someone they're related to or close to may be displaced. It makes for a change in structure for everyone. 
And you know, those things are hard to deal with, but we are adjusting in Sonoma County and you know, there is some normalcy returning to our community. We're talking with Mandy Corbin, who is Assistant Superintendent of Special Education with the Sonoma County Office of Education. You mentioned a return to normalcy after about a year and after a life-changing experiences such as you and others have gone through, what would normalcy be? It's not like how it was before. I can you know, only speak in some ways from my own experience in that way. Things have changed in Sonoma County. That said, I am very proud of the community that I live in. The community came together and people who didn't know each other supported each other, took people in. Part of the new normal in Sonoma County is that the community has learned to be a stronger community and work together and people are, in my view, more forthcoming about helping others, identifying resources for others and asking for help themselves. And, you know, talking about the fire has become part of life in Sonoma County. Mandy Corbin, you referred to the new normal. Governor Brown referred to this as the new abnormal uh, this past week. (laughs) Yes, I heard that. You know, when these fires happen, there's so much of just to deal with the physical realities and the evacuations and taking care of physical needs. And you're talking about focusing on the also on the emotional needs. Do you think it really made a difference? I mean, in terms of the priorities right now, in terms of what's going on in Butte County, for example, to to also focus on that. Did you think it made a difference in helping kids and in this case also teachers get through this? Yes, I think absolutely it made a difference. I think that being organized from the very beginning in terms of talking about this is the information that we need to get to school sites and to staff and to families was really important. And one of the things that I didn't mention is that we trained persons to be trainers at school sites throughout Sonoma County to learn about self-care and also what to look for in classrooms and some adjustments they could make in classrooms to support children so that they could continue to learn. That said, we also did training for parents. And so most districts in Sonoma County had parent meetings where they brought in parents and had a school counselor or a school psychologist actually also train the parents around self-care and what to be looking for in their own children. And I, I think that's made a tremendous difference because people know what resources are available. And oftentimes, persons will not reach out and ask for help if they do not know that resources exist or what they are, or you don't create a system for which they can access those resources. And so by bringing everybody together in this way and having a coordinated effort, I really do think it's made a huge difference. Now, we have programs in schools where teachers and staff are able to identify children that are still struggling and connect them within the school sites to appropriate resources and Just in closing, in terms of this question that you've asked me, I do want to mention that Santa Rosa City Schools, which is the largest school district in Sonoma County, one of the wonderful things that they've done is taken some of their fire recovery dollars and opened what they're calling an integrated wellness center. And it is a a school site that they had inactive they weren't using. And there are varying types of resources there for children and families for mental health support, but other kinds of resources as well that you know families and children may need to be connected to. So just building that long-term infrastructure to support the needs of our, our children so they can keep learning, I really do believe it's made a huge difference. 
Well, thank you so much, Mandy Corbin, Assistant Superintendent of Special Ed in the Sonoma County Office of Education. Uh, thanks for speaking with us today, but more importantly, thanks for all your work. So crucial in uh, helping kids and families get through this, these terrible disasters which California has faced and uh, looks like will be facing in the future. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Lewis, there's been riveting attention on the fires and the rescue and supplies and the volunteers, but Mandy reminds us that so much of the work needs to begin after the flames are out. And really focuses attention on the heroic work that teachers and others in the schools are called upon to do at times like this that none of us really want to experience. And on that note, that wraps it up for this week in California education. Thanks to our sponsor, the S.D. Bechtel Junior Foundation. Our producer is Shuka Kalantari. Our music is from Nate Schwartz Jazz Orchestra. If you like what you hear, write us a review on iTunes. I also just want to remind all of you that EdSource is in the middle of a news match period. Anything you donate to us is worth twice as much to EdSource. Please go to our website. You'll see a prompt on how to donate to us. EdSource is a nonprofit organization, so anything you contribute would be highly appreciated. I'm Lewis Friedberg. And I'm John Fensterwald. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.